minefields, guys. Tony and I are tired as fuck. <laughs> Another long day after a long weekend. Shoot. <laughs> after extremely long, like the weekend took took all the juice out of me, man. Like I mean, like it. I actually took Monday off as a personal day, and I like, just slept all day. Uh, nice. Today work work was limit pushing as usual, but like around like six o'clock, I uh, you messaged about Peacemaker. And I was like, shit, I haven't finished those. <laughs> like, uh, like, I was starting one, and I got to watch all three of them, and I, I cannot believe how amazing it was. Oh, yeah, no, I was good. Freaking the, uh, the intro alone might legitimately be the greatest intro I think I've ever seen. It's better than an MC Hammer, like, music video. Like, back yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's horrible in all the right ways. I, I I just can't get over how there was. I have such a adherence to like snarky comedy where it's like easy jokes and just someone being sarcastic. I hate that shit. Like mm. there were so many good things. He's like you, like uh, what's her name? Uh, scrolling through her iPad and then lands on uh, a wife uh, snatch pitch there, and she's like, "You're the you're the Milwaukee like toilet head." He's like, "I'm not even from Milwaukee." <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, he, he shut her joke down, like, like without even being smart. And the every time I, every scene went, it it, it made me think of how I am with you. Because if you and I were fighting someone, I can guarantee you I'm gonna accidentally stab you. <laughs> A bit stabbed. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Every little bit about that the show is good. I love all the cameos of like some F lister, D lister like actors, like the 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 dude detective that's not the Asian. Um, mm-hmm. That's the dude from Scary Movie with the micro dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's that guy. Um, and then we got surprise. Amanda Waller shows up, even if it was just in a like a a video call. Now, what do you think of her daughter? I don't think her daughter's awesome, Andrea. I think she's a. I think it's you know she's kind of the main character at that point. Like we're kind of supposed to be seeing the seeing everything unfold through her eyes, and she's just she's just fun. Like it's interesting to see that. Uh, get more in depth with the peacemaker character because like she brings up, you know, she brings up like, that he's just kind of seems like he's sad and like for all his, his gusto and his machismo and whatnot freaking at the end of the day, he's alone hanging out in his trailer. He's got one friend that's like, Oh, you know, we're best friends. And he's like, I don't even like you all that much. <laughs> but then next thing you know, they're freaking, they're going out there celebrating Peacemaker's freedom by, like, you know, shooting all this random stuff. That, that was and then he just randomly, like, follows them on their mission. The smile on his face. And <laughs> the smile on his yeah. face. Yeah. You know, I've been and that's a, that's the thing, man. He's like, this is this is kind of like John Cena's breakout role. Like, he freaking he was in Blockers, and that was cool, and uh, in Trainwrecked. But this might be, like, I mean... It's kind of an easy parallel, but comparing him to like Batista's Drax the Destroyer, 
it's kind of that same similar role where freaking it's kind of like his defining role. This is ten. You know, it's like when you when the rock, but yeah, but like when the rock, like really cemented himself as like a Hollywood guy instead of a, uh, a WWE wrestler that does movies. Yeah. Like, cause it's completely two different things. You know, nowadays, if you have the people that are Dwayne Johnson fans probably don't even know that the rock was a wrestler, never actually saw him compete. Whereas freaking like, you know, you get like Hulk Hogan, who's done movies but he was never a movie star. Movies. Suburban, Suburban Commando, I had my parents take me to see that in the theater, and it was awesome. And then I watched it like in my late 30s, and it was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is bad. I mean, like, like the, the Rock started out, um, like it, 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 it feels like the opposite direction. Like The Rock obviously, you know, broke the doors open. But um, mm-hmm. where Batista, he's in—he's not really not. I wouldn't say Guardians of the Galaxy is necessarily family friendly, but it's definitely on the edge and it's hilarious. But he's a—he's a co-star. Yeah. He's a co-star. The Rock went from—I was uh, describing to my teammates uh, the other day. I was like, "Listen, because uh, they bring up The Rock a lot. It's kind of an inside joke that we have." And I'm like, okay. I can't tell you literally 98% of the stuff that The Rock used to say. Like, like, Tang Pie, turn that some bitch sideways. Um, but like, none of that can be repeated or done again. Like, he went from he went from R to R to like, you know, like, you know, people don't even know he was a wrestler or uh, hanging out with Kevin, uh, Kevin, what's his name? Um... Thorn, Feige, Spacey. Definitely Spacey. Costner. Definitely Spacey. <laughs> Those guys are tight. Okay. Now you know what I'm talking about. Like, he, like he, he, he went the opposite direction. Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> um, Kevin Owens. Kevin Steen. I have a cousin. I have an uncle Kevin. I got a couple friends in high school named Kevin. It's definitely not that guy. Kevin Hartman. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. That one. That one. I'd have got there eventually. Eventually. No, he, like, The Rock went from, like, you want some, come get some, hustle, loyalty, to, this is a fucking, like, hard R. <laughs> like, like, like the, the, the language is, like, I mean, how many times did he discuss pussy? <laughs> or, yeah. or, or uh, he's tying that girl up, you know, to make sure she's not gonna, you know, scream or like open the door, and she's getting all turned on. And eventually, they have a hardcore three-way with his like, supposed fake best friend, <laughs> just smoking some weed. And he's all like, you know, I hate that this shit is illegal now. You know, like five years ago, I would have shot you in the face for smoking this. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff, man. Freaking. But yeah, I mean, even then, you know, um, Peacemaker debuted in Su- the Suicide Squad, and it was an ensemble ensemble movie, same as Guardians. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's you know, seeing his worlds are different than where he was, and I, like I said, I think this really cements him as a as a valid actor. No, oh, he's great in this, and he's not even playing it like off the cuff. I, I can tell this guy like slaved over his performance and didn't just wing it and uh, I want to go back to Amanda Waller's daughter um, I think that they're I think they're going to pull I, I'm going to armchair both this one I think they're going to pull like an epic swerve on us 
We like, like they have been setting it up for us to love this girl. Like if anyone, you should love her. Or like you're you're too soft. Oh, there's empathy there. Um, I think they're setting us up for. She's obviously the double agent within uh, like an offshoot of a Suicide Squad. And, I think they're gonna set us up for an epic where she's gonna be even worse than Waller. I mean, she's daughter of Waller. Like your kids always do worse than you. Yeah, maybe. They're it's just, definitely a possibility, man. Freaking. They're distracted. Because in the comic, I mean, comic book, she's got three kids, and like at the end of the day, freaking, she ends up like leaving the squad to be there for her daughter giving birth to their her first grandchild. So maybe so, maybe no. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't go with the comic books, but in the comic books, her daughter actually has a kid, so. As a writer, I it'd be think, it'd be interesting. I hope so. Uh, as a as a writer, I, I feel them setting up the 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 brick wall that you don't. That's an invisible brick wall that is just distracting you from not seeing what they're what they're setting up. Like the, the little things about like, oh, she's the one to trust. She's the one that doesn't want to kill the guy. She didn't, didn't want to stab the guy that was already dead. <laughs> like. Um, I think they're 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 making us comfortable the the way it's happened in so many other movies like like Fight Club like the, Fight Club it was the flashes of Tyler but everything was he was actually there like they made us totally comfortable like that's I did not see Fight Club no. coming I did not see Fight Club coming they, it was a big I don't think anybody I don't think anybody did but uh I I, I don't see that happening because like I said I think she's kind of the uh the person we're supposed to three, see everything her, through their eyes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if see them do it. I just don't think – I don't think they will. I think the bigger question is why, uh, you know, they made this big deal about Peacemaker. You know, I love peace and I'll kill every man, woman, and child I can to get it. But at the end of the day, now it seems that there's some cracks in that armor. Big time. So, I mean, I'm interested to see where they're going to where they're gonna go with that. Cause you know when they did the whole thing with uh, the 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 butterfly family, he had to kill and he couldn't do it. And it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. And like vigilante had to step up and do the do the shooting for him. Yeah, they definitely should. His, like the uh, true best friend that he is. Agreed, agreed. And that also reminded me of how I courted you. Like I wasn't letting you go nowhere. <laughs> you weren't going anywhere. I was like, this guy's gonna be my best friend. You want to hang out? What are you doing? That's like calling you all the time. <laughs> um, you are kind of stalkerish. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's all right, man. And then, it, it, and then back to what you're saying, it showed the smoke and mirrors that he was throwing up uh, on the island. Like you know, I'll kill every man, woman, and child for peace. But when it actually came down to it, uh, now his challenge was 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 flagged but even then he burst down like a baby crying <laughs> everyone hates you you're a piece of shit <laughs> you're gonna yeah push, you're gonna push all your loved ones away you're a failure uh like it it, it had so many relatable things i i really who who are some of your other favorite people anyone stuck out ah, vigilante's funny I, I dig him freaking uh I'm interested to see how screwed up the uh, the guy in charge is, Clemens. Yeah. I'm interested to see what he like. We're gonna we're gonna find out at some point what he did, 
And I have a feeling it's going to revolve around Peacemaker's father. Oh, I, I agree. That's a great that's a great point. I didn't think about that. They uh, I've I brought up to you. They they mentioned the uh, extra dimensional being. Uh, what's his name? Um, in the pages of Suicide Squad, breaks the fourth wall all the time. Oh, amb- ambush bug. I, I think ambush bug. I think they set that up for ambush bug to make a debut. Ah, eh, maybe. I think a lot. I've heard rumors that a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff with the butterfly stuff is supposed to be setting up a uh, blue beetle. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not, but there's that like when he pulled out that machine that he got from the uh, the girl he killed's uh, apartment, yeah, and kind of turned into like a little mini spaceship. That was definitely reminiscent of the scarab from Blue Beetle, so. Agreed. It'll be interesting to see if they go actually go full force with that, or if that'll end up being something completely different. Kind of so. like how they uh, everyone thought WandaVision was leading into Mephisto, and it was not. Nope. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens or if it doesn't. If we get Blue Beetle, that opens up the door for Booster Gold, and that's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> like, like I, I love that that yeah. comic, uh, Blue and Gold. Um, Robert Patrick, the T-1000, who has not aged well. Um, <laughs> but he has, sure has some sweet dance moves. He's got some sweet dance moves, and I did not see that fucking Grand Dragon fucking Aryan race thing go down. No, did not. Like, you knew he was a piece of crap, but we didn't, you didn't know. Uh, I thought, you know. thought he was just kind of like one of those guys that pushed his son too hard and was always disappointed in him. Yeah. Oh boy, when that happened, it was like, oh, <laughs> well, that's something different. When he when he lost it laughing over what happened to uh, Bloodsport, like I I was mm-hmm. I was right there with him, and he's like, tell me this isn't the fucking bastard that shot you, and he's like, uh, a lot of that shit was confidential, <laughs> and then I uh, just wanted to throw some random trivia about that guy, um, his brother uh, Richie. Richard Patrick is the original mm-hmm. is the original like okay so when Nine Inch Nails first came out it was just Trent and then he okay. got a, he got a producer called Flood and then they started touring for Pretty Hate Machine and he recruited Richie um, Richie his little brother if you watch mm-hmm. any of the behind the scenes uh, uh, make, making of uh, Terminator Two uh, very often Robert Patrick is in a Nine Inch Nails shirt. Uh, I always thought it was pretty cool that those two were brothers. Um, nice. Richie, Did not know that. Richie, Richie is just as uh, Silver Fox as him. He's he's a lot skinnier and he's aged well, despite the fact that he was a horrible alcoholic and like heroin addict. And um, I, I love I just love seeing Robert Patrick do anything, man. Like I, I can't think of he was Johnny Cash's dad, um, and now he's John Cena's dad, and. Man, like, I, I I wasn't sure how to feel when they pulled in the whole racist KKK thing because I was hoping they weren't trying to like, and I don't I don't think James Gunn will do this, but like remember how much uh, we were inundated with that watching like the the Watchmen television series, not the in integrating like you know white supremacy into a lot of different comic books um, forums or. Material that, that we've been digesting for a while, so I hope 
I hope they don't overdo it. I hope they get it right. I hope, I hope they get it right. And they, you know, they're hinting that, like, you know, that Peacemaker is a closet, or not so closet racist, and uh, Vigilante is, like, by osmosis racist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, freaking, I think, though, I don't, I don't think, I think they're going to end up, that end up probably end up being a, I feel like it's going to be a redeeming factor for Peacemaker that he's not. Because that's actually a, um, it's not the same, it's not Peacemaker's dad in the comic books, but the uh, the, the White Dragon is a legitimate, um, it's a legitimate character from back in the day. I don't know that much about the hierarchy in the KKK. I thought the Red Dragon was the... the no, so you're thinking of the Grand, it's the Grand Dragon. Grand Dragon? If I remember correctly. Not that I'm, a, not that I'm an aficionado or anything. But uh, yeah, it's but um, (laughs) but Peacemaker's father is a Nazi in the comic books, but like they updated it because of the uh, the time frame, which is why they brought in the uh, the White Dragon character because they couldn't just have because like he was actually like. He was in charge in, in the comic books. Peacemaker's dad was a uh, in charge of an actual concentration camp. Oh shit! Yeah, we read that. On so the that's way like back from Lubbock. Now I remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, now but I yeah, remember. freaking. Uh, so that that's that's where the lines are as far as that goes. But like, it's in the comic books. The uh, the White Dragon's a completely different character who's not related to Peacemaker. But for obvious reasons, I don't think we see a lot of him anymore. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I gotta tell you, I popped when, and I had to look it up, that everything that Peacemaker has is, like, American flag-themed. And uh, the upside-down, uh, from what I understand, the upside-down flag hanging outside is a symbol that you're, you're a Klansman in some way. And uh, But everything that Cena has... He, he drives a, a 1976 Mercury Comet, um, complete ripoff of a Ford. Um, the Eagle was one of the coolest things in the world. Good <laughs> like, old Eagly. The, the, the hug. He was so happy. <laughs> he was so happy his, his man was back. He's probably bored as hell the whole time, just hanging out in the garage. Not really doing much. Dad taking him out once a week or something like that. Probably. The secret basement was pretty cool. Yeah, all the multitude of Peacemaker helmets with their special abilities and whatnot. The other thing that really stuck out to me was that James Gunn, uh, having done Guardians of the Galaxy and Notorious for making solid soundtracks, focused on shitty 80s butt rockers that made like ridiculously bad fucking like like soft ballads like like choir boys i was like oh my god and cinderella like all of those guys suck <laughs> like all all, wow. all of those guys are so bad but they picked the best of the best and when you when you combine them all together like that it's like you know the suicide squad a bunch of f listers and they pull something off and uh, he going back. I can't believe you don't like the choir boys. The choir boys with a Q. <laughs> with 
thing cute. He comes yeah. back to steal the records, and I'm glad. Well, I'm, I, that's one thing I really liked was that I hate when people don't go back to get their shit or pick up a gun off the floor. Mm. <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. I like the fact that we made the escape from the uh, from the apartment building on like the third floor, or sixth floor, or whatever it was. Yeah, he made his escape, but every time he would just hurt himself more and more. He was more and more. It's like it's like one of my favorite gimmicks, like in in any movies when like someone's car gets more and more fucked up throughout the movie, like in the Big Lebowski or the other guys. Mm-hmm. Like like eventually it gets destroyed, but like its journey to destruction is amazing. <laughs> it, it, like it just gets funnier and funnier. A couple of bunch of homeless guys had an orgy in there. They call it a soup kitchen. <laughs> and I, I was really sad his car died that fast. I want I, I wanted that to be the Peacemaker mobile. The Peacemobile. The the Peacemobile. Yeah. What would you give it? The Soup Kitchen of Justice. The Soup Kitchen of Justice. Uh, it's dude. It was great. Freaking! I remember watching the first episode, and then I binge watched the other. I don't know if binge watching was just two episodes, but. I'm watching the other two the next night, just freaking killing it off, and I was like, "This is great." I'd give it. A- like I said, it might legitimately be the greatest intro to any show I've ever seen. One hundred percent. You you weren't you weren't kidding when you texted me. Have you seen it yet? And you you told me like the the, the first five minutes you're you're gonna it's gonna be all right. And yeah. You weren't. Everything wrong. everything's amazing. No, wrong. it's fantastic. I would give this a solid ten out of ten. And. I've saved a 10 out of 10 for a lot of things. I didn't even give the new Matrix a 10 out of 10, and you know how much I loved that movie because it just would have been a response. Yeah. Like, I was the target audience for the for the Matrix. With Peacemaker, I don't know that much about him. I'm not the biggest John Cena fan, so it just knocked my socks off, man. I loved it. Yeah, no, it's, it's solid. It's interesting. Freaking, you know, there's enough, there's enough, like, stuff they're throwing out there for comic book fans to get into everybody's performance pretty much has been spot on like freaking every character has been like pretty well you know you, they're likable and i can't you know we're only three episodes in and they just drop them all at once and so not necessarily that they're like you know well thought out and well-developed characters like i mean they are but freaking you know you could you know it's only been three episodes but like yeah, everything's been really good for the most part. It's interesting to see what's gonna happen and what's happened so far. I hope they didn't kill off Judo Master because I kind of want to see him come back and him and Cena have a have a one off fight. I double checked it. He's like in every issue, every episode so far. Listed nice. that they in the credits that they haven't like they only go so far in IMDb, but he's in he's in all that like that was <laughs> he fucked up. Good to know. Yeah, he, he fucked them up. Um, I just, I love how vulgar it is. Like, it is it is tastefully vulgar. It's not over-the-top vulgar, like Boondock Saints 2, or uh, when you're you're leaning on, on vulgarity to hide bad writing. Like, it's not that at all. Like, like yeah. I mean, like, you know, the dirtbag in me was totally happy we got to see the tits of that one chick. But uh, the... Uh, the, the hostage. <laughs> Did you watch past the credits on all of them? Mm-hmm. 
Alright, cool. Make sure, make sure you saw this. Yeah, like I said, it was solid, man. It was good stuff. Uh, it's interesting to see, like, there's definitely that subplot with his dad. And we're going to see what ends up happening with that. And the freaking, there's that. There's the whole subplot of him not shooting people. So it'll be interesting to see how he does, you know, like, what's what's really going on with that. And then there's the, the whole thing with his buddy, with the uh, the guy in charge. What's, you know, you know, why is he stuck babysitting this version of the, uh, I guess, the mini Suicide Squad? Mini Suicide Squad? I loved how, like, she's figuring out, like, you know, are we, are we the decoys coming in, you know, to, like, distract, like, you know, the, the, the baddies from the actual good team that's coming in and we're all dead? Um we get that hint, like when they show all the potential butterflies in the uh, in the computer at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and vigilante, and that's the thing too. Are they are they going to kill them all? Are they going to kill certain ones? Is there like a hierarchy in this of the butterflies? There were different colors on the map, so good point. But but vigilante man, like. He he was getting his toes cut off and his balls electrocuted and he's like he still wasn't begging for mercy. He still didn't really like, tell him something to see if he doesn't hurt me. He didn't do any of that. He's like, You fucking loser. Like tr- like keep your torture equipment sharp. <laughs> like 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 he 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 didn't he didn't back down for anything. And he's like, Aren't you that fucking loser paying D and D and I was in in my head, I'm like, Yeah, I was that fucking loser dick and like like, don't worry, I won't tell him. Cut off all his fucking toes. <laughs> don't worry, I won't break. <laughs> no matter what happens to you. Oh, you're gonna lose your toes. I read on the internet if I lose my pinky, I can't stand up. Like, I read that too somewhere. Some bullshit thing, but. I, I I love the fact that they picked this Bush League ass Mercury fucking 70, 76 Mercury. <laughs> it's it, it's a terribly rated car. I looked it up. It's a it's like of course. A, it's like a Bush League version of like a cooler looking of a Prius. No, more like a, a cooler looking like sixty nine Nova, uh, but more poorly made. Not that I'm shitting on the Nova, because the 69 Nova, like, uh, I, I would love it. It couldn't handle a Sonic Boom. It, it couldn't handle a Sonic Boom either. Couldn't handle that Sonic Boom. It liquidated that bitch. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's her face. That's, that's a face. That's a face. How, uh, let me look it up. How many episodes do we have to look forward to? Cause... I'm saying six or eight, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I wonder... And the one the one thing that I had last on my list of what I wanted to talk about is what a what a a shining example of making lemonade out of fucking bullshit. Um, James Gunn gets fired from Guardians of the Galaxy two, and rather than sit at home with his thumb up his ass crying about how he got canceled for some stupid jokes he made years ago, he made Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, and then yeah. gets, gets rehired like. like uh, you know, th- there's a certain group of gentlemen I know that some weird bullshit happened to them, and you know, rather than sit on their ass, worked to the grindstone, and now these guys are kicking ass. 
Yeah. And you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, screw those guys. They owe me money. <laughs> you bought a guy an apple at a gas station, and you're still bitching about it. Let's see, Peacemaker. How many? It was 59 cents, dude. It's, print- it's not even the money. It's the principle of the matter. Especially when, if you think about it, that extra 59 cents would have caught, bought us a, a solid eight more minutes at Escape Velocity the other day. You're not wrong. <laughs> we rushed out of there. Like, what, I spent like 40 there. You spent like 30. Uh, Something like that, yeah. The hunt Got a couple of, couple of X-Men, a couple of freaking DC books. A couple yeah, of Batmans, I think. You scored. You, you, like, uh, before we started, you're like, what do you got? I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling lucky. I, the only thing I regret was not buying those Dawn comics. So I couldn't remember if they're the ones I bought last time. Um, yeah, no, that was that wasn't even because it was escape velocity. We freaking ran all over town. We had escape velocity. We had Kapow, which is where the Dons were at. Yep. Freaking, I usually dude. I usually could. I usually could have spent triple the money I spent. And then we freaking hit uh. Eds. We hit Eds. There was a fourth comic book store. Muse. Muse. Yeah. I always forget. Freaking, we started out at Muse. Yeah, we started Muse. Muse, uh, Muse, and then we went straight to Morales Alley to record that bomb ass fucking uh, Tony Morales promo. Uh, and, yeah. And like, uh, I I I uh, called uh, Lil and sent her a unedited mm-hmm. version of that with the the song at the end, and she lost it. <laughs> she, nice. She lost it, and she's like, "This looks like some." Trying to clean up her words here. Some uh, pretentious ass French film. I'm like, man, I'm like, she said that later on. And I was like, how much funnier would that have been if I would have translated everything that you said into French? But, like, French. but, but incorrectly. <laughs> in, 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 like, incorrectly. Like, so if anyone that knew French knew that, like, like, like when you're saying, like, you know, you know, you're beneath me, like, you know, poorly translated, like, I love you. <laughs> like, or, or, uh, like, you remember, remember when Pentagon was doing, like, uh, promos in fucking Lucha Underground and he was saying, like, Lucha Underground, yeah. Like, some of the worst, like, under no circumstances can this word ever be uttered on television unless it's in Spanish. But if you got the translation, like when he's, he, he, I think he flat out called someone a maricon puto uh, one time. Which is I can like, see that. Which is like the worst way you could call someone that. And um, so next time, uh, yeah, it looks like a pretentious ass French film, but uh, we, we nailed that. Um, Escape Velocity, we only had like nine minutes in there. I got a. Uh, what did you get? You got some X-Men books? Uh, I, got, I, got some, I got some X-Men books I was looking for. Because freaking, uh, yeah, because I was completing my first, I'm trying to complete the first hundred issues. And I think after everything I bought, I'm like three issues off. Nice. I got a James Tinian set. Uh, I didn't, I've never even heard of this. There's like eight of them. And I just said Tinian, mm-hmm. the fourth, like, you're mine. Um, and then, uh, I, I, I didn't have death metal and then we go to, we go to Ed's and I am 
you're like what two issues away from completing 600 uh nine nine issues away but i've got three coming uh from ebay i'm eight away from having every single todd mcfarland amazing spider-man Nice. I've got the I've got the cherry, the silver donut. Uh, number three hundred, but the the two hard ones, the three hard ones are gonna find is the return of venom, and then of course two ninety eight and two ninety nine. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I think maybe there's like two issues I'm missing from his run. I'm just spider ass man, but uh, spider ass man. Yeah, just the regular. I mean, like it was his first time really writing. So they're not the best, but it's still McFarlane art. And they're gems to me, man. I'll be buried with those fucking comic books. Nice. There'll be a there'll be a trip wire on my uh, on my grave if someone tries to rob my grave. Like I'm going up in flames, and so is everything else. And someone's gonna have some eight degree burns trying to steal those comics from my corpse. It ain't happening. Aww. Like a backyarder, like a backyarder in the late nineties. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, that was an extremely successful hunt. What else did you get? Uh, I got the uh, I got um, freaking issue twenty six of uh, Shadow of the Dark Knight. First appearance of uh... or Shadow of the Bat, which is the first appearance of the fifth clay Clayface. The baby Clayface. Is that the one I handed the set I, I handed to you? No, that was that. Yeah, that was a whole other thing. I was like, those are like th- three other issues, a little like eighteen to twenty-one or twenty-one, twenty-two, and twenty-three, something like that. But I got those. I got randomly the first appearance of Random, which was X Factor eighty-eight. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Which was just, which is just something I wanted. I got a bunch of. I got. I completed an old. Batman freaking set I was looking for, uh, featuring Chim Drake debuting as Robin. Nice. Which is like uh, something with the life of dying or something like that. And you got the, I just said. Let's see what else. You got the Venom some more X Men. No, you. you got, oh, I guess I got three of the five Venom issues from Ed's Batman Venom. So I got to get issue one and issue three, I believe. Yeah, you said one and three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which were the uh, from Legends of the Dark Knight, which is actually pre-Bane. Yeah. That's because the- Venom, Ven- Venom debuted before Bane did. Yes. Or Bane did. So. I'm just glad you found. Trying to see if we can find those this weekend. It'll be interesting to see if we can get them. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's uh, let's uh, let's go to two or three in Denver this weekend or something like that, man. Um, we got to we got to hit the world's best smallest comic store to get our Will's Portacio signed ones. <laughs> still got to get that done, yeah. If they're still there, can you imagine if they're all gone? I'd be that would be hilarious. Honestly, <laughs> we just missed out on it. We fell asleep. That's the last time we're doing that. Sounds about right. <laughs> last time we're doing that. Yeah, the hunt was extremely successful. Did some promos. Uh, I got out uh, another barn burner of a fucking promo for Primo. Uh, a po- uh, flyer for Primos. The Primo show was really good. Uh, it was absolutely vindicating to see Joan Jetson uh, win the first Primos Women's Championship. Um, she deserved it, man. And, and when she... Like, you know when someone wins the champ championship and they, like, you know, either drop to their knees or they're like, oh, my God. 
she got up on one of the top ropes and just swung it. It it was beautiful. <laughs> it was awesome. It was beautiful. And then her wife hands her some champagne, uh, some little bit of the bubbly, and nice. she takes a swig. And I'm standing right there, and she. She hands it to me, and I stone cold that motherfucker. I dumped half of that motherfucker all over myself. I wasn't driving. <laughs> I wasn't driving. Um, I got my red project uh, kind of done. I'm not happy with how it went down, but I think I can. It'll be happy accidents. Um, it was good to see Daisy. Really? <laughs> and, um,. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, but a, a lot of my, uh, Barton was there. Interesting. Interesting. Um, there was no drama. Uh, Tiffany, uh, Chango's girlfriend, world's biggest New Japan, uh, fan, uh, messaged me the next day because I mentioned I wanted to get a new vest because I was wearing this bomb-ass new Beetlejuice shirt I had. And she's like, that's got to be in the back of a fucking vest. And I'm like, I'll order it tomorrow. And then she messaged me the next day. She's like, <laughs> they got to have green spikes. She sent me the link for green spikes. I'm like, God, hell yeah. I love, I love wrestling family. Like, it, it, everything went down really well. Um, new era's coming up. We're going to kick some ass like we always do. And uh, mm -hmm. we got to pick the movie, make movie posters. I got everything all set up here, man. I can just come home, sit down, and start working on those. Oh, yeah, and no, I definitely got to probably work on that this weekend, shoot. Man, why don't we do a One Dark Night one? New, like, Good. Uh, like uh, let me send you the photo of it. It's so For Jock? Yeah, I already know which one. <laughs> I know which one it is. Yeah, yeah like, like, let's, uh, let's put uh, Dr. Silver. As Batman, like just the silhouette of his face, remove that, uh, put New Era Wrestling where One Dark Knight is, and uh, where it says Batman Real Little, just put Dr. Silver. Written and drawn, yeah. written, drawn produced, Josh Michael, Tony Morales. Yeah, let's do that. I can scan that at work. Sweet. I think it'll be happy, man. He, uh, yeah, and, uh, he uh, messaged me today, and we had a little convo, and I'm only bringing this up because apparently you're brave talking about this, but um, I think I need to give him some meds, man. Oh, okay. And uh, he uh, was like, listen, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing about being a pussy about talking about your feelings or, or just, or just talking to a bro. Like, I'm... Like, uh, I, I can find something for you in the springs, and um, I'm legit considering it. I've always been 100% against it, and I'm, I'm, only, I'm not trying to be sappy, or I'm not drunk. Uh, I think I'm going to try it out. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he, he even laid it out, like, you don't have to be on these all the time. They might just level you up for a while to get to a point where you get to a plateau and don't have to go back. And, uh... I'm just so fucking thankful for the guy, man. Like yeah. he, he, he legit was just being a good, a good friend, and um, I'm happy to have him in my life. And thank you very much for him. <laughs> no, no, man. Anytime, but uh, you know, it's never, never the worst thing to ask for help if you need it or 
take it if somebody offers it to you. I'm not crazy suicidal, man. I'm just not good at talking about stuff. And it seems like every three months, <laughs> like, gotcha. Yeah, it it, it happens. But uh, sorry, I don't mean to get too sappy on the show. It just I, I thought that, <laughs> I thought that uh, minefielders out there that you know, like you and I, like um, I had a friend asking me about comic books and like mm-hmm. how invested in these books do you get? And I was like, well. To put in perspective, I remember one time I was taking a break at my desk at work back in like 2016 when I worked for Wells Fargo mm-hmm. uh, over at Equity, and I was reading a. Uh, I, I remember what the panel looked like, and I remember what the comic was, and all of a sudden someone just shook the shit out of me uh, by my shoulders, and I'm like, like just snapped out of it, and it was my boss, and she was like, "I've been calling your name for like two minutes," and. Like, where were you? And I was like, you see you see that tree right there by the protagonist in this comic book? I was standing right there when you shook me. I wasn't reading. I was standing there. And um, we, we've, people that get this invested in things like that, you know, it, it happens, you know? So appreciate me sharing that. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's see what happens. Um, we've got... I don't think I want to call it Excelsior anymore. I want to, like I want to name it after like a cool, clever name for my like my studio name, the way that like they name all the ships in the Matrix, like the Nebuchadnezzar or the the Bill Bixby. <laughs> all right, you did it again. <laughs> you, you you literally did it again. Like Mindfield, there's been so many times where like if you if you ever had like a dilemma where you're trying to name a project you're working on someone. Uh, working with someone on, um, and you're slaving over it. Every time Tony and I have worked on a project, we've like literally landed on the first thing that came out of one, whoever said it first. Blockbuster. And now the Bill Bixby. The Bill Bixby. I gotta get now. I gotta get a framed photo. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a framed photo of Bill Bixby. Can I find one autographed? Be awesome. As long as I don't die of cancer. I'm sure. That'll be your fault. I'll be in my deathbed blaming you. Tony Pals. How is that possibly my fault? I don't know, but it probably is. <laughs> nah. But yeah, we're doing a half a show tonight, guys, because uh, my roommate's getting up early, and my studio is like right above his his uh, bedroom of downstairs so uh what do you want to do like uh you want to do uh last night or is that what it's called? let's just go last night no that was just batman the night, the night. but uh let's just let's just go into since we're living in time let's knock out what you wanted to go off on first of all let's go into uh daredevil yeah uh, or not yeah daredevil woman without fear number one can i preface it with my theory Oh, by all means. Uh, I think that the creators of Daredevil and the, and uh, writers, artists are in direct competition and secretly feuding with uh, all the homies that are making Nightwing because there's so many different parallels where one person, one book can't do something because it's, it's a Batman book. Like, for example, there is a... I'm not trying to be crude. 
but I think it was a lovely, I think it was a very tasteful love scene between Elektra and Matt Murdock. It wasn't, like, you know, thrusting and, you know, you can kind of see it. No, it was, it was a lovely moment between them, like, sharing something together. And then you could never have that in the pages of Nightwing. Um, she's hiding something from Matt. She's got a big secret coming up. An ex-lover shows up that obviously, you know, had something to do with, you know, the, uh, the split. And, but then we've got Babs. We've got Babs. So uh, please continue about a lecture because I, uh, it's been a week since I've read it, but I just read Nightwing tonight. Yeah, no, no we're doing, a uh, she's confronting the kingpin. You know, she she talks about how uh, she's got this, or Kingpin's got files on everybody, and he gave away Electra's. I'm sure he sold it, but somebody else has Electra's file, and she's got to go to the place where she tried to get Matt to join the hand. And like I said, she ends up meeting up with Matt before she leaves. Uh, she doesn't really. She doesn't really talk to him too much about the whole ordeal. No, she can't. But then we go back. Yeah, but we end up going back to watching her. Uh, her initially training with Stick, and how uh, Stick, you know, calls her pathetic and keeps trying to push her. And the whole time she's just like, you know, talking about how you know all that mattered to him was you know war. And you know his line. You know his line in the sand was simple: "You're either a success or a failure." And she's like, "But I was 12." Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. No, she ends up going back to Columbia University where they went to school, and she ends up running into a guy that she refers to as Goldie, who's an old old friend of some sort, and like an old friend of hers, old friend of Matt's. And, you know, he invites her to grab uh, grab coffee. And she's like, you know, I've got stuff to do. But at the end of the day, she kind of just wants to, you know, just kind of enjoy somebody's company. And she's like, I'd love to. You know, and they're kind of reminiscing. They're kind of talking. And they look out the window. And there's this woman. And Electra has to leave. And she ends up following or trying to follow this girl. And turns out that this, uh, you know, when Electra was 17, she met this girl. Is she older than her? Is this that thing where, like, a young Asian lady, lady looks 20, but she's actually 40? That I don't know, because I'm unfamiliar with this, uh, with this character. Me too. I thought it was the but, chick from uh, Chang-Chi at first, but, uh, we're, yeah, absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, no, she ends up taking a uh, a splinter of wood, putting it in the back of her neck, and just deep, you know, just taking her down with a pressure point. And the whole time she's doing it, you know, she's her voice is calm. She's just, if you want me to, you know, if you want my help, you know, she's like, my name's Aka. I represent a group called the Hand, and apparently this is the uh, the woman that brought Electra into the Hand. 
you know, and then we end up, she ends up getting in a car and driving to this location and finding the same woman there. And she's and the woman just kind of throws herself off this cliff. But she knows that, uh, you know, she knows that she's not dead. I think she's a shapeshifter. And with the way the story's going, I don't see it. I think she's just, she, I think she's just human. She's just, you know, she's one of those people that's just really aware of her situation and her element and always... You know, she always kind of comes into every situation with a plan. The the buck with the, I mean, obviously it's deer in the headlights, but there's something mm-hmm. suspicious about it. Like I'm thinking, like what popped into my head was that she jumped off, turned into a bird, and then turned into and turned into a buck, and then you know we get the crash, and I'm really disappointed on their choice of car here, like some shitty Audi. The only cars that look good that are yellow are Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Not these bullshit ass like you know mom cars with a V eight. <laughs> yeah, but no, she ends up leaving the uh, leaving the situation, almost hits this buck, and freaking ends up flipping her car. And not only that, we find out there's a uh, there's a dart in her in her back tire. And she knows that Anka doesn't want her, or Akka doesn't want her to leave just yet. And she ends up trying to hunt her down. And, you know, talking about how she, you know, and then she ends up finding out that it's not Akka that's after her right now. You know, it's, you know, she's like, who are you? And we hear just a man looking for a challenge in a world bereft of them. And the last scene is Craven the Hunter looking at Electra. You know, he's just like, My name is Craven, little assassin, and I hunt. So apparently, Craven's the one, you know, I'm going to assume who got her file because he wanted to hunt freaking the, mo- the world's most dangerous prey. And, you know, that's Electra. You ever, you ever yeah. thought about the sigh? Like no, I was always more of a Michelangelo guy myself. I can totally see that. Uh, I was a Raf guy. It, it it always perplexed me that the sigh is a blunt force object, and rarely even has a point that could effectively stab somebody. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 an object that can stop any ninja weapon. It can catch things. It can like. You, you've seen uh, Raph flip them where the handles are between his fingers and punch, catch a sword, uh, wrap a nunchuck. I mean, like, it, mm-hmm. it, it's a defensive mechanism for a brutal person. Um, and I, I'm thinking about that, and, I'm, and I, I see, you know, Craven's armed with, like, you know, two hunting knives, and this is probably one of the best images of Craven I've ever seen. That, that's juicy that's awesome mm-hmm. and uh we, we've got i think maybe akka was the one that bought the file i think she wants to fuck with her because she you know obviously left the hand you know where there was the big death rebirth return uh 
the Shadowland debacle, which uh, I really hope he didn't spend money on that one. Um, but uh, I, 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 we're we're coming up on a challenge here, and then, in in reference to Nightwing, uh, Nightwing number eighty-eight, we've got our own kingpin within within DC. He, he's obviously. Kingpin preceded him, but he he's the kingpin there in Bloodhaven and hiring all these assassins to to kill you know, Dick Grayson. We, we yep. get we, like we get so many opposite things happening, where everything is dark going on in Hell's Kitchen. Like it's dark when Matt gets home. It's dark when they make love. It's it's but it, it, the opposite effect. Where if you can't show that in a in a in a DC book that's associated with Batman that a kid might read, which I understand, which gives you that uh, creative uh, boundaries that challenge you, he shows up and he's like, "I got breakfast," and immediately feeds Bitewing, which makes me so happy because yeah, feed the dog. Bitewing rules, and and of course I got some bagels too, and you know I got I got to do this. It's a big day for the <clears throat> Pennyworth Foundation. And he's got some of the homeless kids out there, and, you know, snipers show up, and we get, uh, what is her name, Gun Bunny. Um, yeah, we got Gun Bunny and Gun Hawk. And it, some ridiculous bullshit happens, you know? It, 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 like, where you can't go that over the top in, in Hell's Kitchen because you got to keep things human and very, very sparsely does, like, a real true blue superhuman come in to help out you know, other than, you know, Spidey swinging in, or... It's it's Punisher, it's it's uh, Luke Cage, it's Jessica Jones, it, it's people that don't have lasers shooting out their eyes. And the opposite happens here. Flash shows up. Mr. Terrific shows up. Um, like, some of the best people, like, well, all the best team, OG Teen Titans show up and save Dick, and then they do the classic... Uh, Superman thing where like you know where Dick's rushed off to be saved you know not not to get shy and and then like they they've got the immediate bullshit answer like oh yeah we were already working on this special bulletproof knife proof uh, you can wear it underneath your suit um, uh, Nightwing costume go ahead and put it on let's go whoop some ass. Well, of course they do. They get Mr. Terrific there. He's the third smartest person in the DC universe. Uh, fucking love Mr. Terrific. The only thing, I, the only thing I was disappointed that like I would have wanted more of the Terrifics to be part of this, just because. I mean, obviously it's more Teen Titans oriented, but uh, mm-hmm. where they're talking about family within the pages of Daredevil, about people you can trust and secrets that you're keeping from the people that you love, and it's the complete fucking opposite here. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a secret Babs hasn't told him yet. I really hope she's pregnant. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why, like so proper style, but like everyone out of left field rushes in. I I hope it's cyborgs. That's awesome. That would, that would I be. think so. <laughs> Raven was there, man. Yeah, no, you get you get all the original Titans, man. If one of the best parts, though, is just kind of the uh, the interplay between uh, Wally West and Dick Grayson. Oh, 100%. you know when he runs off with him, and he's like, you know, 
Do you want to? You want me to cradle you, or you want to go piggyback? I'd have picked cradle. And Dick's just Dick's just like, I mean, neither are very dignified, and he's just like, you're gonna have to choose one either way. And then you walk, they walk, they run into Mister Terrific, and freaking Dick's on his back, freaking, and you know, he without even blinking an eye, he's like, chose piggyback, did we? Definitely the preferred option. How do you feel about the fact that like? If they confront, you know, Blockbuster, they they do the art switch where everything is perfectly digital and, and, and modeled with the OG Teen Titans to your mm-hmm. left, but we've got that pixelated, uh, not even pixelated, the, the, the dots, the, the dot matrix from back in the day on Blockbuster's face. He's pissed off. He looks like Romulus from the Wolverine stories, even though he's the fake kingpin. And uh, I can't for the life remember where, or, like, we were so distracted by family interacting and saving the day. In the day, um, like I said, doing the old school Superman thing, like, oh, where'd Clark go? <laughs> like, um, no one's going to question that, you know, that Clark is Superman. But uh, what's the, our, our uh, secret bad guy here, Blood? Um, or heart heartless heartless here what it distracted me so much that like i mean i was waiting for a reference in the last issue which was still one of my favorite comic book issues of all time um mm-hmm. i forgot he even existed and there he is well i think that was the point they freaking they haven't mentioned him for a few issues freaking uh but he's he's around like they're definitely building I feel like I feel like this is gonna like the whole thing. Heartless is definitely gonna probably run through issue one hundred before we finally get an actual like a conclusion to it. Oh shit, we're on eighty eight. We've got a year. Yeah, but I think he's just gonna be hanging around in the background probably for another few months, and then Bicky Bam start really building up towards it. I hope they build him even better than the way they did Professor Pig. Mm Hmm. Which, by the way, shows up at the end of a... We haven't... Never mind. We talked about how we're going to do Arkham City on the side when we finish. Yep. But yeah, no, he ends up up finding uh, Gunhawk. And then he ends up, you know, throwing him up against the wall, which is really... I didn't even realize it until I'm looking at it right now. But when he chokes him against the wall... The wall that shatters is the side of the comet panel. Oh shit! Yeah, didn't even notice it till right now, but it's brilliant. No, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ends up finding he ends up finding out Blockbuster's the one that hired um, Gunhawk and Gun Bunny. And he's just like, you know, I'm gonna need a bigger jar for what I'm gonna take from Blockbuster. And he's like, yeah, is there someone you're going to miss? And he's like, Bunny, she, she's, we're everything to each other. And then he's just like, perfect. And he takes out that gun. And the last issue is him, or they're, they're in black with a red background. And he shoots his gun and it removes Gunhawk's heart. I thought he mystically pulled the hearts out. Now he he's got a gun for it apparently. This looks like he just shoved a Dyson like handheld in his chest. Got to get it out somehow. I dig it. 
And then we get next, Superman. Um, I'm on the jazz about that, man. 100%. Okay. Yeah, no, Nightwing's been freaking... Ever, ever since they got rid of that nonsense of Rick Grayson, freaking Nightwing's been on fire. And then we get the ad for the new Suicide Squad that we're going to get robbed of. Oh, yeah. Three perceived <laughs> per- issues. Like... I'm glad that we don't have Ed's direct cell phone. (laughs) You don't. We'd be poor. (laughs) Give me a cell phone number, goddammit. Ed, put this on my list. (laughs) By the way... We always always see him getting quick enough. (laughs) By by the way... Well, um, I do. Yeah, I can't make it there. I can only make it there like pretty much every other Friday. But uh, when I told him I was uh, decorating my new studio, he gave me all these posters for free. The Batgirls, uh, Devil's Reign, A Righteous Thirst for Justice, which I'm super proud of. The new Saga poster advertising the next issue that comes out um, on January 26th. Punchline poster, two calendars, other history of the DC Universe, the Black Lightning, the missing files of... uh, um, stray dogs and this kick ass like I, I, I saw it and I was like this is cool and then more I looked at it this She-Hulk poster holy fuck it's awesome mm. all yellow nice all yellow like uh, I, I, I posted it and uh, uh, old Lander messaged me back and he's like that is a fucking rad ass She-Hulk poster I'm like it really is <laughs> it really is <laughs> Really is, man. Um, we forgot to stop recording, so I edited, and it's my turn. And this transmission is over, and this is dangerous.